Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I am so excited to introduce to you Christine. Chris, we will call her. Chris Williams is a soulful business and leadership coach for women, wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and holistic practitioners. She supports women to activate heart, soul, and abundance in their wellness practices with flow and ease. Her superpower is building organic heart-centered communities. Y'all know we are all about that heart-centered community because that's what we are. So excited to have you talk to us about that, uh, that really convert high-quality, high-paying clients without high-tech discovery sessions and overwhelm. You can learn more about Chris at shineabundancenow.com, but you can also learn more about Chris right here, right now on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. So thank you so much for being here, Christine. I am so excited to chat with you today. Yes, yes. So tell us about this because I was actually really interested. I want to talk about that heart center community, but then I saw high paying clients without the high tech discovery calls and overwhelm. That sounds more like attractive to me. That's what my ear picked mm-hmm. up on. And I imagine we have a lot of entrepreneurs. Uh, we, we have entrepreneurs, we have people with fixed incomes, you know, every walk of life, definitely listening and Shout out to our listener because over 79 countries, 80 countries worldwide. And I imagine that whether they're building a business on their own or in some type of employment position, we mostly feel overworked and underpaid and probably spinning our wheels about it. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So one of the things that when I started building and growing my health coaching practice, I remember feeling like, you know, I had all of the skills to serve my client, but what was missing was actually a way to build a business that felt really aligned and centered with me. Right. It was like, okay, you're done. Here's your certification. Go. And I was like, what? Wait a minute. Like, how do I do the thing? Really, there was one main way, and that was to do discovery sessions, which then you were basically talking to somebody for an hour, giving away an hour of your time and trying to convert somebody who is a stranger into a buyer. And it felt really inauthentic and it felt really salesy and I didn't really enjoy doing it, but yet I didn't know another way. And I began to, you know, think about, you know, how is it that I, what resonates with me? How is it that I really want to connect? What is it that I really love doing? And community has always been something that's been really important to me, whether it's been in, you know, we used to call it a moon sister circle community when we were raising our babies and, you know, we were in community with other sisters that were supporting us, whether we were birthing babies or helping another mom birth babies. And so really being um, and building community was important to me. And I began to just kind of look for different ways that I could build and grow my business that didn't leave out this nurture part that is so, so important for building no like trust and building and cultivating community. 
And when I learned how to do that, it actually shifted my business dramatically. Like it four-timed my business in one year as far as the amount of income that brought in. But more importantly, it allowed me to really have fun in the way that I wanted to build and connect with people. So instead of trying to take somebody from a stranger and feel like I've got to somehow convince them or persuade them or overcome their objections or get all the sales talk right in order to get them to buy my thing, it was a really natural organic way where I could just make people my priority, connect with people and take them from, if they weren't in my world and they were a stranger, you know, I could bring them into my Facebook group. I could nurture them. I could give value and take them along this client pathway that felt really aligned and natural and teach them what my zone of genius was, and then just give them the natural next step to work with me. And that felt so much better and so much more aligned. And I found out that there were also a lot of women that wanted to do the same, that they were feeling like they didn't want to be the salesy. I I was going to jump in there. I was just listening to you and I don't know that you have a course or anything called this, but I was like, tell us about soulful sales. Mm -hmm. Like tell us, because I mean, not feeling salesy. I I can't tell you how many clients I work with this. So I don't want to be that gal. But And I love what you said about like, I had all the... I knew I was a good coach. I completely identified with what you said right there was like, I knew I was a good coach, but I did not have the business, the knack, right? Or the even the foundation. So there you go, set off to, to you know, share your gift when you don't know how to necessarily do that. So talk to us about what Soulful Sales is, whatever that came wanted to come through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the system that I ended up creating was called the Soulful Abundance System. And it was a way that I could teach my clients how to, um, and how I did, you know, build heart-centered communities and serve them and nurture them in a way that allowed them to get lots and lots of that. And then again, just give them that natural next step. So when you were, you know, I don't get on discovery sessions. I don't do sales calls, period. Like I don't do it. That's not the way that I run my business. If I feel like it's that I've got to sell somebody on anything instantly, I know that it's just not the right time for that person to work with me. So instead of sales calls or instead of discovery sessions, you know, I love to serve them really powerfully in my Facebook group. I teach what I call as nurture events to give somebody an experience of me to have no like trust to help them to create some quick wins in their business that they can actually implement and then invite them into either my main program is called Activate Abundance, which teaches wellness coaches and holistic practitioners how to build the foundations of their business in them in this way. But we don't get on so-called sales calls. It's only when somebody has already had an experience of no like trust, has a connection with us, that they already know our work. They already know what we're stand for. So if I do get on a call with somebody, it's not to try to convince or persuade somebody to buy my thing. It is only to support them in making an empowered decision about whether or not this is a good fit for them. And if it's not, awesome. And if I will point them in the right direction. But my soulful sales is about being a stand for your client and helping them make the best decision. It actually has nothing to do with me at all. Yeah, that's brilliant. Brilliant. And I think that, you know, the biggest piece of what I heard you say, because you have a couple different, we could call them strategies or approaches, but provide value provide value. And being the Hearts Unleashed podcast, like, yes, that can apply in entrepreneurship, but like relationship provide value. And you're not going to be selling yourself. You're not going to be wondering if you're good enough. If you know you're out there, you're doing your best, you're giving what you've got that I like to say, those who resonate will gravitate. Mm 
And there ain't no hooking and pulling and reeling. (laughs) No. Oh my gosh. And that just opens up so much freedom. Mm. And then it's not like, oh my God, I have to get on a call with somebody. What do I say? What if she has an objection? How do I overcome Mm -hmm. objections? Like I don't even like to call it objections because I don't believe it's my job to overcome anybody's objection. Yeah. It's not my job to drag anybody across the finish line. Right. what I see it as is there are some false beliefs that people might have about whether or not something is possible or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my job is to help them see what opportunities or choices are available for them, but I'm not overcoming somebody's objections. I don't have the power. You know, I don't see myself in that powerful position, right? Of, yeah. oh, now I've got to say the right thing and overcome their objections. Yeah. And if they say yes, woohoo, I mm. did it right. And if they say no, there's something wrong with me. I didn't do the thing right. Yeah. I think this is really good for sales. And then when I think of being a buyer, being a consumer, so I just wanted to offer is like, that's where buyer's remorse comes from. Like you said, dragging them across the finish line and then they're defaulting on payments or asking for a refund. Cause like, oh my gosh, I was like hypnotized. And I said, yes. And I was all, you know, like the Tony Robbins walk of fire. I can do anything. Right. And that's great. And, uh, not, you know, like not every time. And so I just love that because I think that we can energetically, uh, whether we are someone who speaks in frequency or not, like we, we feel energetically, I'm being pressured, we might feel or say. And so we can identify like, this is a no for me, or this is a not, like you said, I think not right now, or maybe there's a different source available to me, but that we can look at that in sales and purchasing. So that's pretty cool too. Absolutely. And people know when they're being sold to. Yeah. That's the thing. People don't want to be sold to. Yeah. No, I don't want to be sold to. Nobody likes to be sold to. They just really want human connection. They want to know who you are. They want to build trust with you. They want to have connection with you. They want to feel seen and heard. Mm-hmm. And when you do that for people, you know, sometimes they might work with you right away, but most of the time, I know I've had people that have told me, yes. you know what, I've been following for you for years. Yes. And, yes. and they just now said, you know what, I'm ready to work with you. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that's pretty amazing. I have to say so. Cause I'm that buyer. Like I, the coaches that I've hired, unless I've known them through this particular program, but like online, whoever I might join a mastermind or a course, they had never heard from me, but I've been following them for years. And I see that one thing that I want from them. And I just, there's no sales call. Right. Like it's like, or can I connect just to ask a question? But like you said, it's definitely not a sales call. So, you know, the other thing that I realized was that even when I was, you know, using the only strategy that I knew, which was to book discovery sessions, is that, you know, not everybody showed up either. So there was also no way to pre qualify whether or not this person was even a good fit for you in the first place because, again, strangers. So there was not that connection then. Mm -hmm. So you're spending a lot of time. I'm trying to book these discovery sessions, booking these sales calls, mm-hmm. and then you're getting on the phone and finding, well, or you're getting ghosted. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing, you know, that happened all the time. It'd be like, oh, awesome. Like I've got 10 calls this week and six of them don't even answer the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's time that you've booked out for somebody. And I'm like, you know what? This is just not feeling good. Like this doesn't feel good for me. And I also didn't like feeling like somehow I had to say the right thing to convince somebody. Yeah. That feeling of needing to convince or persuade somebody. Yeah. Well, and I mean, for a moment, let's talk about that frequency of mm-hmm. convincing, persuade. Because I mean, sales, relationship, maybe someone going for a job is just... And then also that was right in alignment with you know getting ghosted on discovery calls. It's like that happening to even one to two times a week or three to 10, you know, it. Ha- what is the impact of that? You know, like the subtle impact that 
mm-hmm. of defeat or anything that that might be. How, you know, I, and I think the reason I'm asking this question and I'm being a little bit indirect because I'm feeling it out is like, what do you have for people? Like, what do you want to offer our listeners about this might be happening to you and you don't even really recognize Like it's not in your line of sight. And and so you might be feeling like junk all the time or down on yourself, low self-esteem. Is there anything you'd like to speak to our listeners about in that context? Yeah. So I'm so glad that we're talking about energy and frequency because whenever we're trying to convince or persuade somebody into something, that is the scarcity energy. Mm-hmm. I call it, where's my stuff energy? Where's my money? Where's my clients? Where's my stuff? How do I get the stuff? Uh, I don't stuff. You know, I got to do it right in order to get the money, to get the client, to get the stuff. And that energy is just a very low vibe and it doesn't feel good to either person. It doesn't feel good to the person who's having the conversation and somebody, they can tell that they're not really supported versus when you are in a higher frequency of truly wanting to serve somebody Mm -hmm. and find out a little bit more about where they are, what their struggle is, what it is that they're looking for. And then just being committed to, again, helping them make an empowered decision about whether or not this is a good fit for them, then you also get to decide whether or not you want to work with that client too. You know, so the clients that I work with, I tell them all the time, you get to cherry pick your clients. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to work with everybody if it doesn't feel like an energetic fit for you. Mm -hmm. If it feels like you can't really help them with the support that they need, it's totally okay. Like guide them in another way. They're going to appreciate that. And so when we're in this low vibe energy, yeah, we can feel defeated. And, you know, really that's why many coaches end up giving up because they yeah. don't stay in the industry because they don't feel like that they can actually be successful at it. And, you know, the statistics really are pretty grim when we take a look at how many coaches actually hit the coveted six-figure mark, you know, right. it's pretty low. I think a lot more are marketing that they do than I actually do, but that's besides, that's another podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, if you are going into a conversation or if you're going in to serve somebody, then the outcome doesn't matter whether they say yes or no, yeah. right? Like you feel yeah. like they're walking away with value and you feel like you provided value. Yeah. So, you know, I always come from this service first pillar. My intention is to be of service first. And again, they are already pre-qualified. They already know my work before I even get a call with them. Mm-hmm. They've already had no like trust with me. So it's an easy natural, organic way to just have a regular conversation and be a real person with somebody. Thank you. This just took me left, which I'm I'm excited about is you said no like trust. It almost just rolls right off your tongue like one word. And getting on the call, them already knowing you and all of that is I wanted to ask about showing up online mm-hmm. and about a social presence because I think, you know, a lot of people they're doing all the things mm-hmm. and have none of the results. And there's that, there's something, there's a breakdown, there's something missing. What do you usually point out in that when someone's struggling with something like that? Yeah. So it's true. Most people are doing all the things and that's the reason why they're not getting results is because they're trying to do all the things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I would say to people that are doing all the things is stop doing all the things. Like find one main platform that feels really good where you know your ideal client is. For me, it's Facebook. And I really love teaching. 
You know, I'm a teacher. At, I really love sharing information. I really love serving. I love helping people create wins. So for me, it's really natural to teach people and to do a Facebook Live or to do what I call nurture events, which gives people several days of information. Typically, it's anywhere between five to eight days of information so that they can actually see if they even resonate with what it is that I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so... Stop trying to be on all the places. You don't have to be on all the things. You don't have to do the Facebook ads. You don't have to do the fancy funnels. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do the LinkedIn and the Instagram and the Pinterest and the courses and the thing. What you want to do if you want to build community is find one main platform and stick with that and keep it really, really simple. Thank you. And, you know, even you know, as I've built and grown my business, it becomes less and less about what do I add to my plate and more and more about what do I take off my plate? Yeah. Yeah. So really simplifying the process and giving people, helping them focus on what are the needle movers? What are the things to focus on every single day that make an impact in your business Mm -hmm. that help cultivate relationships? And it's not the branding photos and it's not the website and it's not the funnels and it's not all of these other distractions that actually have your money going out of your pocket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Amen. There's nothing yeah. wrong with branding photos. There's nothing wrong with websites. There's nothing wrong with courses. It's just that most coaches are trying to do that in the beginning the front, and yeah. doing it at the wrong time in their business. Right. Right. Well, and a lot of times they, I can't tell you how many coaches I see rebrand mm-hmm. every six months. And it's like, well, what are you up to? You know? And it's like, it is, I, it is okay to evolve and change and transform. I'm all for that. And people cannot anchor in to what you're offering, quite frankly, it kind of surfaces stuff for me. Like I'm like, well, who are you? You you're now you're literally contradicting what you said the last, you know, two years ago or whatever. But, um, and so how do you lead people? How do you work with people? What sort of work do you do with people? So the first place I start with people is really helping them kind of uncover what is, what does light them up, you know, instead of saying, well, which niche is going to make me the most money? right? I've seen so-and-so coach this, you know, so many coaches pick their niche based on what they see other coaches being successful at, instead of what is it that really lights them up. So tapping into what really lights them up. I mean, the truth is, is that as long as there's 10,000 people (laughs) in the world that have, you know, that shares that niche, like there's plenty of people for you to serve. Yes. So it's not really about picking the right niche. It's about finding out what lights you up and then getting really, really specific and focusing in on just one main client. And I know people are like, oh my God, I have to niche down. I have to niche down. I hate niching down. And it's not, you know, about niching down just because to find the one right thing. It is about being able to connect with your client. It's about being able to speak to one person so that they know what you're a stand for. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, what I see a lot of coaches when we first start working together is there's a lot of, you know, coach speak. I'm going to help you live the best life ever. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean, best life ever? Does that mean I'm going to get healthier? Does that mean I'm going to have an amazing relationship? Does that mean I'm going to be a better parent? Does that mean I'm building an on? Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And And so really honing in and getting really specific about who is it that they want to serve. I don't worry about all of these hot hooks or PMMs or, you know, that really doesn't matter. What matters is that you're focusing on what lights you up and how you can actually communicate to the person that you see them, you hear them, and you can guide them along the way. Yes. That's the first place that we start. You know, there's other pieces, but that's kind of like, that's step one. If you don't know who it is that you're serving, 
then we can't create programs. We can't create pricing. We can't create messaging. You can't attract the client to you until you know who that is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I heard you in client. I also heard you in dating. Like, I don't know why my mind's there right today, but <laughs> like you don't need to date 10,000 men or women. You, you just need the one. And so, um, but I love the light, what lights you up as opposed to anything external. Again, it kind of goes back to the heart-centered community. Like, I'll probably mess up the saying, but you know, like you don't have to brand when you build a business around you. You know, it's not branding, it's being. Yeah. And so the, to me, that's I I'm just I'm just Abigail in all over the place, right? Like that's what's happening. And and it's brilliant and it's fun. And I don't have to remember anything. Like I I don't, there's no show. There's, it's just showing up and breathing. And and as long as I'm doing that, I'm on, I'm on brand. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And you know, really that's the experience that people want as our clients. And that's the experience that we want to be able to just be ourselves, right. To be able to serve people in a way that feels aligned and authentic to who it is that we are. You know, I hear that over and over again when I talk to new clients or even when I talk to people in my community, what is it that they want? I just want to be a real person. I just want to be able to serve people in a way that feels natural and organic to me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to, again, try to convince or persuade anybody. I just want to have a way that is going to help me guide a client to and create transformation because most wellness entrepreneurs or holistic practitioner or wellness coaches, we really do have a servant heart. Like we got into this work because we want to make a difference for people. We get to do that. Like we got into the work because we want to be. And so sometimes there's a miss there with inviting somebody to work with you and also just being service oriented. Yeah. The question I was going to ask is like around those who, who you work with, my guess would be that you end up meeting with and working with women who do know what they want to do and you help them do that. Is that what I... Yeah. Most people that come to me are, uh, again, they're in either the coaching world. So maybe they're a health coach. They might be a life coach, but they also might be a holistic practitioner, like an energy worker. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're a nutritional therapy practitioner. Sometimes they're culinary nutritionists, but they're in the wellness world. Mm-hmm. There is a call on their heart to share their information because it helps make people's lives better. Yeah. Yeah. Impact. And they also want to be paid for that too. And there's nothing wrong with being well paid by sharing your Yes. That's what we're all about here. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I wanted to ask, you know, for those of us who are, we're listening in and we really either, whether we have openly shared it or not, maybe we haven't started building our business around it or we have, and we just haven't been successful at it. Like what would you offer someone? I, I mean, also can they join your Facebook group? Is that oh, open enrollment? Totally. Yeah. So I have a free Facebook group. It's called the Abundant and Empowered Feminine Leaders. Mm-hmm. And you are you can search it on Facebook. I'm sure Abigail will, will throw a link out there for you so you can find me easily. I do weekly, I call them soulful business trainings. Every Monday, I do free business trainings to kind of help people create those little steps or to share information. I do free handouts, you know. I just gave one out, which was 10 ways to attract your ready yes client because I'm all about attracting the right client, not chasing after clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I know I totally forgot the question. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. So, well, I did too. Well, I actually veered off. So I, I was asking, can we come into your Facebook group? Yes. So that's a heck yes. And then also just like, um, you know, when someone who might, they know what they want, whether they've started it or not, mm-hmm. uh, how would you 
you know, like you, I mean, you kind of told us, right? Like business and coaching. And so it's a lot of business coaching, but like, let's say we do get on a call and I say, I'm interested and I've, I've been trying and I'm scared. I, I want to get started and I haven't really succeeded at getting my stuff out there. What, yeah. what would you love to say to one of those listeners? Oh, yeah. That's the part where our brain gets in the way and t- starts to tell us all of the things that we should be not doing because it's scared, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it is on your heart, then my suggestion is you do know what to do in order to take just the next step. You might not know from A to Z everything along the way. I know I didn't. You know, I didn't start off being a business coach. As a matter of fact, I didn't intentionally become a business coach. It actually organically evolved for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, people started asking me what I was doing and how I was doing it in, in building my health coaching practice because yes. I was successful. And so it just kind of evolved into mm-hmm. teaching my system and teaching what it is that I do. But one thing that I did, when I look back on anything that I did, it was just, what is the next step? What is the information that I need to just take the next step? Mm-hmm. So if you have something on your heart and you really want to do it and you're not sure how to do it, ask, you know, find somebody that is doing what it is that you do and reach out and ask for support. Um, Yeah, that's what I did is I just asked, like I wanted to, and I know this doesn't have anything to do with business, but I wanted to learn how to knit. (laughs) One of my friends knit socks and I was like, how cool. Oh my gosh, you can actually knit socks. Like how, that's amazing. I want to learn how to do that. So I asked her, I said, Lori, teach me how to knit socks. And she's like, great, let's start with a scarf. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So somebody who knew what she was doing and she's like, you know what, let's not start with the sock. Let's start with the scarf. Right. And, and she taught me and I learned, and then I'm like, okay, great. Now on the socks, mm-hmm. you know, or I wanted to learn how to make bread. See, so, you know, I didn't know how to make bread. I was a kid. I grew up on TV dinners. My mom wasn't a big cook. It was on my heart to learn how to do. So what was the next step? Well, who do I know that does this? Who do I know that could teach me? Where can I go to get the information? And you just take that next step. And, you know, this idea that somehow you have to have it all figured out, it's just not true. You just take one step and the how opens up as you go, but you have to commit first. Yeah. What did you know? Well, you just like that hit the nail right on the head is yeah, like I, because I, that's my favorite is take the next, I say take the next right step. And, and I just mean by like listening inward and following whatever that guidance is, because you do know what the next step is. We do know and we won't take it out of fear. But I also love the way that you just said, like anchor into the commitment. Like, because yes, barrier will come, fear will come, resistance will come, breakdown will come. And I also love that when our dream or our vision is really big, taking the next right step is the most important thing you can do because you're not going to take 10 steps at once. Or if you do, you might get overwhelmed and you're not even going to like it and you're going to quit. And so I do love bite-sized things. And then one last thing about that is when it feels really big or let's say intangible, or you don't know the way that's what was I love how you put in there, like you're, you might not know the how exactly, but taking the next right step, like literally unfolds the path, mm-hmm. but you can't get there from here. So yep. you have to just go. Exactly. You got to just take the step. 
Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny how it works. You know, with we mm-hmm. think that we have to know all the thing, and then we'll be confident once we know all the thing. But the doesn't come until you actually take the step. Thank you for talking about confidence. Like, guess what? I haven't been built much of anything with confidence. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, it's a little easier. But like, I just I had a vision that was so clear to me that I couldn't not. But it didn't make me super confident. And I I can't tell you. I would say nine out of ten. Then people come onto a call and that's their number one request of like, what do you want to get out of this program? Confidence. It's like, well, let's work on inner authority and self-love. Sure. But (laughs) yeah, confidence is built as we take the steps, you know, then we begin to build confidence. It's not that we have to have all of the confidence first before we do the thing. You know, that's, that's that part of our brain that just wants to keep us safe. And as you know, as a coach, our brain is not really designed to think. Our brain is designed to keep us safe. Yes. Any change that it sees is like, oh, nope, not doing that. I don't know if it's safe over there. So taking that next step can feel very scary. And our brain will start looking for all of the ways why we shouldn't in order to keep us safe. Mm-hmm. When you take that step anyways, when you step out of that comfort zone, that's where the growth starts happening. That's where the howls begin to unfold. That's when the people come into your world or the email drops into your email or a book falls off the shelf and you're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what it was. Or somebody introduces you to somebody. I mean, there are unlimited Mm. ways that support and help come to you, but you have to commit to taking that step. Yeah. I love that because that is where the magic, the synchronicity, all of that happens. And it just reminds me about taking the next step is mostly an energetic statement too. Like, yes, there are actions. There are definitely actions, but it's, I am energetically open to taking the next step and the next step pretty much can reveal itself to you. So I, I love that piece of it too, because it's, it's subtle. And I think a lot of people are it came to me in a meditation, loud and clear one, stop seeking, start seeing. Mm. And this is just very present to me right now because we are mostly chasing around in life, seeking, 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 looking. Like I even like the eye strain of looking hard, right? When really, if we would just breathe and relax, like we would actually see how everything we need is right there. Oh, totally. God. Yes, we are such kindred spirits. Yeah, I was doing a meditation this morning and part of the meditation that I was listening to was just talking about, you know, whether you're standing or sitting, you know, feel the support underneath you. And the image that I got was, you know what? There is no place and no time that I never supported. Yeah. My feet on the floor, whether I'm standing, I'm supported by the earth. I'm sitting in a chair right now. I'm supported by the chair. If I go lie down in bed, I'm supported by by a bed. Like there, there is support around me all the time. It's just that we don't realize that it's available right here. I had goosebumps. That is such a profound, like always 100% of the time. And we, it's something that's so accepted or like, um, not even accepted, but just like subtle and normal and expected. That was the word expected, right? Like I expect to have ground under my feet, Mm -hmm. but but what, but what if not, (laughs) like you wouldn't have that, you know? And so, uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant visual. And then like, I can just sense, you know, for our listeners and I can tell for myself, I'm going to be like standing in a conversation and be like, I'm so supported. Like, I just know it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm so supported. Like the whole earth has got me. Amazing. Thanks earth. (laughs) This is awesome. So we can come be supported in your Facebook group. How else can we be supported by you? 
Yeah, totally. Well, you can definitely go to my website. It's shineabundancenow.com. If this is something that sounds like you might want, you know, my help with, you can certainly book a clarity call with me. It's a quick call. Again, I don't do sales calls. I don't do discovery sessions, but if you are a coach uh, of some kind or holistic practitioner Mm -hmm. and would like to learn more about what it is that I do, I'm more than happy to to guide you and try to find a resource that would be the best fit for what it is that you want for sure. And if if I'm not the one, that's not a problem. I will guide you to where it is that you want to go. Um, But it really is important that you have somebody that supports you that can also help you read the label on the outside of the bottle, right? Like when I say this to my clients all the time, because it was what was true for me. I needed somebody to read the label on the outside of the bottle. We're too close to our own stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just having a conversation with somebody who's not emotionally invested Mm-hmm. necessarily like, you know, it's not like, oh, if I do the thing, if I don't do the thing, like, well, they can just give you a different perspective and help you see things mm-hmm. in such a different way. You know, I've been working with my coach for years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I still work with Kayla one-on-one, even though I'm not in her group program anymore. Yeah. I will always have some sort of support around me because I need somebody to give me a different perspective. Yeah. Amen to that. And I completely agree. I've been coaching for five years and coach is always right there because there's always that, well, if chosen, there is always growth available. And, you know, that's, and and to be able to serve on the capacity that I know you have declared and dedicated to and same here is coach is always right there. So it's, it's beautiful. And, and thank you for offering your services and your heart and your brilliance here today with us. Thank you, Abigail. I so appreciate it. It is, It's fun. I like being able to show people that building a business doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't, you don't have to lose yourself or your integrity in the process. You actually have to let it be fun. It gets to be fun and you get to live your heart unleashed. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You get paid to do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. And you get, you get to allow yourself to be well paid by sharing your gifts with others. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing that message with us because I know that the people who are listening in are committed to that in any capacity. And so just thank you for being an example of that. My pleasure. So awesome. And thank you hearts. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for opening your heart to receive this message. I hope that you got exactly what you needed here on the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.